Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. boy and we are back with another episode of chats with preacher boy today is sunday usually we get this thing started on a friday but you know this week has been a little bit different we'll talk about it but nevertheless god is still good i am excited it's sunday it's the start of a new week you know what i'm saying i'm glad to be here but before we get any further y'all know we have to start off with some prayer so with that being said, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives, seen and unseen. God, we thank you for bringing us through obstacles, bringing us through problems, and allowing us to see this day, dear God. For someone didn't get to see this day, but you saw fit to bless us with it, God. So God, I ask that you allow something to be said on this episode that resonates in the heart of your people and allow change to take place where we can be better, dear God. Not just the listener or the viewer, God, but also myself, God, because I desire to be better than what I was on yesterday or earlier on today, dear God. And God, I thank you and I praise you. And it's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Y'all, like I said, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. If you're just tuning in, I need you to go ahead and share the live, spread the word, let everybody and their mama know, auntie, uncle, granny, papa, cousin, mama, daddy, mima, papa, whatever you want to call them, your friends, your enemies, your co-workers, go ahead and share this live, get the word out there. We need everybody tuned in, drop the likes in the comments, let them know that you're here because I'm telling you, I have something that I feel in my heart that is going to be beneficial to us. Um, it was very beneficial to me, um, and I thank God um, for what he has shown me in my own life. I thank God for the week that I've had, because just to, just to recap over this week, so uh, I just came back from a youth conference, uh, a youth leadership conference uh, from Thursday to Saturday, and you know... It was it was really good. I'm, let me say that it was it was amazing. It was exactly what I needed, especially after the week that I have had. You know what I'm saying? Um, this has truly been a week of of trying um, times for sure. I've had you know people you know definitely try me things definitely try me that tested my faith. Um, this has also been a week of accountability. Um, I've been called out this week um, on different things that I. I need to improve on and do better in, um, which I'm thankful for. This has been a week of uh, being able to self-reflect, you know what I'm saying? Even though we do that every week, um, this week, I don't know, it just hit a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? Um, I found myself this week even breaking down to God, you know? I'm, I'm going to try to hold myself together today because this this topic really hit home for me. Um, as you can see, it's just me. There's no guests. But um, I'm going to just be real with y'all. I, I broke down this week a couple of times in prayer to God um, because it, it, just seemed, it just seemed like the things, how I see them going, quite frankly, isn't how God wants it to go. You know what I'm saying? And, and grasping that and understanding that and accepting that is sometimes challenging. 
you know, when you have a plan drawn out or you have these expectations um, set and God comes in and, and he throws everything out of loop, you know what I'm saying? He, he shakes the whole foundation. Um, and, and that's where I found myself this week, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this has been a trying week. Um, this has been an ac accountability week. Um, this has been a, a, a week of growth, a week where I was able to learn. Um, and, and I'm thankful for it. So if you're tuning in, make sure y'all share the live, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Facebook, drop in the comments where you're watching from. I want to, I want to see where my, my viewers are on today. For me, I'm hailing from the great state of Texas, the great big old state where, uh, you can drive for six hours and you still be in the same state. Uh, that's where I'm located. Um, so y'all tell me in the comments where y'all are viewing on today, whether you're in Texas, whether you're in, in Georgia, whether you're in Utah, um, Florida, California, overseas, across the waters, <coughs> excuse me, wherever you may be, drop it in the chat because I'm curious. Oh, my boy, my boy, Grateful Studio said from Fort Hood, Texas at work. Well, God bless you, my brother. That boy is on the grind. Man, you must be on that 24-hour app, so I hope God gives you the strength that you need. But nevertheless, y'all, let's get into the topic. Uh, I won't be before you long because I don't believe in um, saying additional things that needs to be said. Uh, my boy King said he's in Utah with the thumbs down. <laughs> blessings, brother. Blessings, blessings. But like I said, let's get into this week's topic. So the topic for this week is simple. It's, it's quite simple. Just like every other week, nothing crazy to, to really um, cause any confusion where it leaves you like, huh, what? The topic for this week is who's in your corner? That's right. Who's in your corner? Simple, right? And the scripture we're coming from this week, I got two scriptures that I want to read to you. One is going to be from the King James Version. And the other is going to be from the New Living Translation version. And the first one is Psalms 118 and 8. And it says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And then the next one is Isaiah 2 and 22, the New Living Translation version. And it says this, don't put your trust in mere humans. They are as frail as breath. What good are they? May God be a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. Who's in your corner? So like I said, this week has been a trying week. It's, it's, it's been a week full of different things, good and bad, you know what I'm saying, where I've been able to see um, certain things transpire. And I found myself at a place wondering why certain things weren't happening the way I expected them to. And I know you're probably wondering, like, where, where, where are you going with this? The topic's who's in your corner. And then you just read two scriptures where it said, number one, it's better to put your trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And then the other one says, don't put your trust in mere humans. You know what I'm saying? Because they are as frail as a breath. So the breath that I'm breathing right now, that's how frail they are. So where are you possibly going with this? So what God was showing me this week is that there is nobody that is in your corner like him. A lot of times we think our, our parents are in our corner. Um, we think that we got uh, significant others in our corner. 
We think that uh, our friends are in our corner. Uh, we think siblings are in our corner. Our coworkers are in our corner. And what God was showing me this week is that nobody is in my corner like him. And I know you're probably wondering, like, hold on now, hold on, hey, preacher boy, I think I think you kind of tweaking right now. I think I think you tweaking, my boy, because I got some people in my corner right now that that they gonna stand ten toes down every single time when push come to shove, they gonna have my back. Well, I, I'll I'll challenge you on that because the Bible talks about how there's only one good person, and that is the Father, right? And then on top of that, we are a people of fallacies. We are a people that make mistakes. We serve a God that can do all things but fail, right? So with that being said, that means God doesn't have anything in him that will cause him to be inconsistent. See, there are people around us, right? Our family, uh, loved ones, a significant others, friends, whatever the case may be. They have fallacies. They can fail you. And for example, I can tell somebody today Hey, I'll be there for you. I, I got you. No matter what you need or you got something coming up, I'll be there. I'm, I'll be there. What time is it it's supposed to be at 6 o'clock? I will be there, right? I, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm push come to shove. I am there, right? But then something can come up. Something can happen where that same individual that said that they were going to be there is no longer there. And then it gets you frustrated as a people. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not you, but I know me. When someone tells you, I'm going to be there for you. I got you. No matter what. When push comes to shove, I got your back. I'm going to be there. But then life happens. Problems arise. And the same individuals that said they're going to be there in your corner are nowhere to be found. And see, that's the the downside of man. See, God is trying to show you that you cannot put pure 100% confidence in man. Webster says this about confidence. Confidence is faith or belief that one will act in a right, proper, or effective way. See, the only person that we need to be putting our confidence into and our trust into 110% is God himself. Why? Because he's the same one that keeps you throughout the night when you go to sleep. He's the same one that wakes you up when, when no one else has that ability to wake you up. He's the same one that makes ways out of no ways when everyone seems to turn their back on you. He's the same one when problems arise and you don't have nobody to turn to and you're crying and you're hurting, you're broken. He's the same one that inclines his ear to you in, during those times of need. And so what I was learning this week is that, man, the, the, the one person that really has my back is God, the true and living God. I am that I am. The one that, that parted the Red Sea for Moses. The one that sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for me so that I could have another chance at eternal life. That, that, that same God is the one that could do all things but fail. See, in Luke, it talks about, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. See, with us, we have the possibility of messing up. I can promise you something and have every intent to be there 
and every desire in my heart to really want to be there for you, but something can come up. Something can happen. Grateful Studio says, I never, I never fail the gang unless it's getting on 2K. Hey, hey, I, I feel you on that. I feel you. But ultimately, the main one who's never going to fail, who's never going to mess up, he's, there's no off days with him, is God himself. Because see, us as people, we get tired. And that's okay. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay. See, we can't operate in the capacity of God thinking that we could do the same things he does. See, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It doesn't say that I can do all things through preacher boy. I can do all things through, through Marcus. I can do all things through my mama. I can do all things through my daddy. I can do all things to, 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 to people around me. I can do, no, 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 no. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Meaning, there is something in me that could cause me to fail. And what is that? That's flesh. That's, that's, that's the inconsistency in us. And the only way that we beat that is by killing our flesh daily. Right? So who's in your corner? God. Hands down. He won't miss a beat. It's the same one that didn't hesitate to wake you up this morning. When someone else wasn't blessed to see another day, he saw fit to bless you with another day. That's who's in your corner. And see, this week, y'all, I kid you not, I found myself frustrated with, with those around me. Um, and and, and, and not, even, not even the people that you, you may think. I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep into detail. But I found myself frustrated because when you hold someone to a standard, right, you expect them to reach that standard every single time. But God was showing me is that how can you hold me to a standard that you don't maintain 24-7? And I was like, ah, sheesh. All right, God. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like how you had to come for me like that, but okay. And he challenged me. How can I hold someone to a standard of consistency when I'm not yet consistent in every aspect of my life? And I was like, all right. And so this week I'll share something. I was talking to a, a dear brother. He's, he's older than me, so I call him Big Bro. Um, and, I, and I respect him in that manner. Um, and he pointed out something to me. He pointed out, pointed out something that I did that was wrong. And instead of me getting upset, instead of me getting frustrated, going back and forth with him, I had to take it. Why? Because I was wrong. I was wrong. My inconsistency in that moment showed itself up where all I could do was repent. Repent to God and turn from that same behavior. See, how can I have such a standard for those around me if I'm not going to maintain that same standard in my life? See, what God is trying to show us is that he maintains that standard day in and day out. He don't get tired. Like Kevin Gates said, I don't get tired. Well, Kevin Gates gets tired. He closes his eyes at night. He get tired. Y'all can tag him in the comments and tell him I said that. He may have made a song that said, I don't get tired. But I guarantee you, he closes his eyes at night. He ain't, he ain't working 
Just like we ain't working 24-7. See, God is trying to show us, nah, nah, partner. Uh-uh. They can't be in your corner like I can because they have flaws in them. They're not perfect. I'm perfect. I don't make no mistakes. I don't, I don't do anything that's, that's not perfect. That's not right. Everything that I do is good. Everything that I do is wholesome. But see, you, you can fail. You can make mistakes. And I was like, man, all right, God, cool. All right, well, since we identified that, all right, well, let me do better then. And see, this is where grace and mercy comes into play. See, with God, he doesn't count us up when we don't reach that high expectation that we set for others. See, he still gives us chance after chance after chance. When someone in our life doesn't reach that high expectation that we have set for them, we already count them out. Mm -mm, I'm cutting them off. That's it. But how many times has God spared your life or opened doors that you know you didn't deserve, but yet here, time and time again, you cutting those same people short? And, and I realized that we got to do better as a people. We have to do better as a people. I can't expect my brothers to want to fellowship with me in church, you know what I'm saying, or do things in ministry with me if I'm not giving them the same grace and mercy that God gives me day in and day out. If my brothers make a mistake, okay, charge it to the game. Use it as an opportunity to teach them. I'm telling you, my brother, when he pointed out where I messed up, y'all, I didn't lose nothing as a man. Let me, just, let me just say that. As a man, I did not lose anything. Because what he did was help me out so that I could be better. Because at the end of the day, where do I want to go? I'm trying to get to heaven. I'm trying to be up in heaven. I'm trying to get to the pearly gates. And he read my name out that book. That's what I want. And so since I want that, I need to do whatever it takes in order to get there, I got to be an example day in and day out. I can't pick and choose when I want to be consistent. Imagine if God was like that. Imagine if God was picking and choosing when he wanted to wake you up. You'd be dead. Imagine if God picked and chose when he wanted to look out for you, when he wanted to save you every time you hopped in your vehicle. Sometimes we take it for granted when we hop in our car and go to work. We take, we take advantage when we hop in our car and go get food, realizing that we could get in an accident. He going to say, Marcus, I, I promise you, Marcus, I, I'm trying to make it in and I don't want to go by myself. So who's in your corner? God is. See, the enemy's going to try to get in your head and tell you, uh-uh, you by yourself. Don't nobody love you. Don't nobody want to be with you. Don't nobody want to surround themselves. Look, they already counting you out. They don't want you to make it. They want you to struggle. They want you to stay in that same place. They don't want your business to flourish. They don't want you to get those degrees. They don't want you to get that promotion. See, the enemy will plant these things in your head. But I'm here to come against everything that the enemy's saying. God is in your corner when all else fails. He has your back. See, I shared a video on TikTok, I want to say this past week. And it's something that I learned about the devil. See, the devil's 
whole purpose isn't to get you to trust in him. Nah, he could care less if you trust in him. His whole prerogative is getting you to not trust in God and to trust in yourself. Because when he gets you to trust in yourself, you start moving and operating at a capacity of which you are not able to attain. You start operating thinking that you can be God when in reality you don't have that saving power. And see, if he can get you to think that you can trust in yourself and be okay, he's slowly but surely winning you over. He's taking you further and further away from the will of God. So I need you to understand something. The person that is in your corner, day in and day out, 24-24, like my granny say, is God. Because he doesn't want you. He don't want, he don't want to see you burn. He doesn't want to see you. He don't want to see you go to hell. That's not what he wants. He wants to see you prosper. Jesus didn't come in this world to condemn. Nah, he want to see you make it. He want to see you get in. But see, the devil wants you to get you to trust in yourself. We can't do nothing. We will fail. That's why Jesus said there is no one that is good. Only the father. Because he's the one that's consistent. Even when I'm not. Even when preacher boy don't want to be consistent. Even when I'm in my feelings because things ain't going my way. God is still perfect. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. God has really been on my case. He's really been on my case. Because... I, I don't know. There's I've understand I've understood that there's a calling over my life and I'm walking in it each and every day. And it's challenging. I won't say it's hard because the Bible says, the Bible says, the ways of a transgressor is hard. But the Bible also says, when it comes to serving God, his his yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, a burden is uncomfortable. It, it's gonna challenge you. That's why it's called growing pains. Because you can't grow unless there's something that's uncomfortable occurring in your life. If everything was so easy with no challenge, everybody would serve God. Everybody would make it. But see, those who love pain because they want to grow, growing pains, oh, those are the ones that go, they're going to get it every time. They're going to get it out the mud. They understand that, uh, I can't, I may not get it right now. I may not get it this very second. Oh, but I know if I stay true to this, if I endure this suck just a little bit longer, I know that door is going to open. Most of us are at the door of the blessing that God is trying to give us. And we got our hand on the door and we're turning. But the enemy has got you to trust in yourself where you let go and walked away before it was too late. I don't know who needs to hear this, but go back to that door. Because God wants you to walk through it so that you can get what he has for you. He doesn't want you to trust in yourself. No, because he knows you can't do it. He wants you to make it. So remember, who's in your corner? God, the true and living God. Jehovah Jireh, the provider. The one who makes ways out of no ways. I am that I am. So remember that. It's Sunday, y'all. I know we, we usually don't start, start a, a new episode on a Sunday, but like I said, we was at a conference this past couple of days and whatnot. But nevertheless, remember, God is in your corner. Because we as people, we can fail. We can mess up. But God, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore.
He's unchanging. So remember that. Take the time this evening to reflect on areas that you need to improve so that you can be more consistent and show more grace and mercy to those in your life. I want you to know that I love you, y'all. Like I always say, that's my favorite line, even though I love you, the true and living God that's always in your corner loves you more. Y'all be blessed. Preacher boy out. Yo, 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 it's your boo.